Season 1, Episode 6, The Importance of Theme. Hello, and welcome to How to Survive Until You're Published, the podcast. Because if you're drowning in words, so are we, and you might as well not do it alone. Thank you guys so much for listening. So to continue on with this week's arc... We're going to be building off of what Amy Ziegler taught us about theme last week and just talk about the importance of theme. Um, yeah, theme is something that is very underrated, um, I think. It isn't talked about as much as it is, as, as much as it should be, um, but it's it can, it's very important and very critical to your story um, because it can highlight um, a lot of things that people want to read that people want to see yeah and like the things that they relate to in a book um before we get too much farther though i would like to give a few definitions of theme um because i do think it's important that we understand it. i think they just give more power to what theme is and what we're trying to express because i know as i've been writing i've definitely tossed aside theme i was like okay i have my characters i have my world i have my plot and themes kind of last when it should really probably be one of the first or second Mm -hmm. things you're thinking about Mm -hmm. so definitions of theme um, one is it's the central unifying idea of a story, the bigger issue that emerges as a character pursues their goals, or a universal truth that is expressed in text. Um, so, Amy, why is theme important to you? And how'd you bring it about in your writing, or why should you care about it in your <laughs> writing? That's great. No, um, I, I, I think there's a reason we're talking about it first. Um, so for me... Um, I'm a character-driven writer, and so theme is the embodiment of my character's journey. Um, If you have um, read or listened to um, Story Genius by Lisa Cron, um, it has become my Bible the last little bit. Um, She talks about how story, um, in its essence, is how we kind of strive to grasp the understanding of humanity. Um, and try to grasp the understanding of ourselves. And um, because when we watch somebody else go through a, a struggle and overcome something, um, we can. it helps us to understand how we can better overcome that ourselves. So when you get to the end of your novel and you're writing at the end and um, your character just kind of, you know, does what they're supposed to do, but there is no real change with your character, you're kind of like, what was the point of that? Um, theme is what embodies that change um, because if there is no purpose no change it's just a nice story yeah and I mean I can just think about like the stories that I like and that have been the most influential in my life and I feel like those are the ones where it's like you said you can resonate and relate to something that the character is overcoming Um, whereas there are those stories and movies out there where there's not really that change you're like Mm -hmm. oh that's a fun story, but then you kind of forget about it. It doesn't really sit with you and actually inspire you or, like, it just doesn't sit with you. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about, like, every Disney Pixar movie that there is has, like, a, a central theme that by the end of the story you are bawling your eyes out because you can understand everything that everybody's going through and you understand the purposes and, and what they have to overcome. And that's what theme is for. Um, yeah, it's really like the heart of your story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of times we do write them in without realizing them. But I think also being intentional with your theme just brings about a greater depth to your mm-hmm. writing. Mm-hmm. 
again, I kind of mentioned this already, like I did not focus on theme. <laughs> um, and that was actually a pretty critical piece of feedback that I got from an agent when they were reviewing my query letter. Um, they were like, your premise, and actually we're gonna back up a little bit here. So what I'll be referring to is in Save the Cat, they talk about having an A story and a B story. And the A story is like the external story, it's the premise, it's your world, it's just what's going on, the cool plot, plot and action that's in the story. But the B story is your internal story, it's what your novel is really about, it's your theme. And it's that change that your main character goes through and that the other characters around them build to. And so I was talking to this agent and she was super nice about it. And honestly, it blew my mind. I was like, oh yeah, like I was missing this theme. The character wasn't changing enough. She's like, you've really set up your query letter nice here. I understand the premise perfectly, but what's your B story? What's that internal change and what's the theme? Like, what is the point? What is it really about? So. I mean, that's something that agents care about if you're going the traditional route, and I think most publishers do, and your readers are going to care about, is mm. what's the point of your story? Yeah, because, I mean, you think about every book that you've stayed up till 2 a.m. reading, it's all because you are just so engrossed by what's happening to your character. You want to know what they're going to do, what decisions they're going to make, and it's it's because it's because you can relate to them, because you understand them, and do you want to understand what they're going to do? So. Yeah. Um, and kind of like along those lines though, with like your character and relating to them, because it doesn't even have to just be your main character. Um, in last week's episode, Amy, Amy Ziegler talked a lot about this, about using your characters to embody your theme and how you should use your protagonist, antagonist, and side characters to highlight the theme. Um, so I'd kind of like to talk a little bit more about that. Um, how do you do that in your writing, Amy? Um, so once I kind of decide a central theme, I kind of think about how each of my characters would go through that journey just because of who they are. Um, because, you know, all of our characters are different and they're all going to experience something different. Um, but their, their internal change, the thing that they're wanting to do, is going to have a central overarching purpose. And to tie that together, you build your characters focused on a goal. Um, each of them focused on a single thing, um, a single theme that they want to build to, and then you watch, you build each of their journeys differently to get there. Yeah, so it's kind of just like their different journeys still point you back to the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the using the antagonist, which she was talking about too, using the antagonist to prove your theme as well is really good. Um, just because if, I don't know, I feel like in stories, if you don't state the opposing view, and it's just like in an argument, right? It just seems a little close-minded or it just doesn't quite carry the same weight to mm -hmm. the theme. Yeah. If you don't have someone else trying to disprove that theme yeah. a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of an example and my mind is blanking. <laughs> um, just cause if you think about it, it's just kind of goes back to the stories that don't have a theme in it. If there's no opposition, it doesn't really allow that change to happen and that highlight, highlighting of the theme to happen. Yeah. Like your, your characters need to be pushed and pulled. They need to be 
um, forced to realizing the theme. Mm-hmm. And without that opposition, there is no force. And you, the best way to show something is to always show its contrast. And so seeing the opposite side, you can see why love must prevail or why service is such a good thing or, you know, whatever your theme is, you'll be able to see how it adds to your story if you show the opposite side. Yes, exactly. I kind of remembered my train of thought after that. Um, With the theme love must prevail, right? If everything went right and it was just like, oh yeah, love prevails, so everything's okay because there's love. And we didn't show the hard times. It just, it's just like, oh, that's nice. But like, how does it prevail? Like, it could have just been anything. Like, nothing went wrong in their lives. So how is that showing that? Yeah, it's like, it's like having a love story without, without the burn. It's just like your typical high school. There's, there's, there's nothing to it. There's nothing that pulls you in because it's so... Barbie like, <laughs> you know, if that's the right term for that. Yeah. Um, so, kind of switching gears, I'm still talking about theme though. Um, there is a YouTuber called Local Script Man. He's a screenwriter and he addresses why theme is so important. Um, and more specifically, he has like an entire episode on theme malpractices and how it just leads to bad storytelling because it causes the story to wander. You have a lot of characters he refers to as empty vessels because they actually do nothing to drive the story forward because your theme should be driving your story forward. Um, but a lot of like characters who are not embodying the theme or used to prove the theme are just there to distract your audience and to hold their attention rather than like having them be compelling characters that engage with the theme in different ways and like build that foundation of theme for the story. Um, And specifically, he talks about the idea that there are functional characters and thematic characters. And this does get a little bit into our next arc with characters, Mm -hmm. but theme and characters are so intertwined Mm -hmm. that it's kind of hard to talk about one without the other. But like you really want a character that has both, that they are proving the theme and they serve a purpose in your story, like they're functional in your story, but they're oriented around your central ideas um, just because it does make them more compelling. Yeah, I I feel like you can definitely tell the difference between just a functional character and just a thematic character. Um, Just a functional character is, think about Superman. Yes. Superman (laughs) just saves the world. He does what he's supposed to do. And, I mean, there's definitely a few good movies out there that that show his internal progression. But um, he, overall, as, as the building of the comic, he has kind of a flat arc. Yeah, and I mean, I know that's kind of controversial because there are, like you said, some mm-hmm. good movies and some good comics and stories with him that have theme, but there are a lot out there that don't embody the theme mm-hmm. because he's this perfect character that, like, can do no wrong, has no challenges mm-hmm. beyond kryptonite being his weakness, and there the theme just doesn't always come through in those stories because your character's not facing a challenge. They're not flawed. Yeah. And they're not learning something. It's just a very shallow arc yeah yeah and so you want characters that will be able to do function do those things but also show the humanity within them and um and pull out that theme that they're that they're embodying um i think i think a really good example is i mean so stereotypical is frodo from lord of the rings his his central goal is to get the ring to mordor right like that is what he's supposed to do 
and he does it and he goes through a lot of trial to get there but the theme of that story of pressing on and continuing forward and and friendship and loyalty is embodied so much in him you know partially because of his relationship with Sam and um but it's it it he plays both roles in all the things that he does and all of the changes he goes through um and it it really i there's a lot of controversy about frodo but i've been rewatching the series and i feel like he's underrated because he does encompass a lot of those themes together just through everything that he goes through mm-hmm. um i feel like your example of lord of the rings kind of segues really well into the next thing we wanted to talk about about themes is just that a good story will have multiple themes yeah and yeah. Lord of the Rings is a great example yeah. about that. We kind of talked about it a little bit with Amy Ziegler, right? Like you have Sam. Samwise is an excellent example of loyalty. And on the flip side, you've got Gollum, who's just selfishness. And he doesn't embody what Samwise does with his loyalty, his selflessness, and his sincerity. Yeah, and then you have Aragorn, who is trying to fulfill his duty and obligation to his people. Um, and so being able to have the courage to do what you need to do is another good theme in that story. And then um, Legolas and, and Gimli just having faith in, in leadership and doing what they need to do as well. I think too with them, because I think they embody multiple themes, right? Because when you're talking about Lord of the Rings, like the dwarves and the elves hate each other. Mm-hmm. And it just embodies this theme of friendship. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the whole fellowship really embodies the theme of friendship too. And just like love and family like yeah. familial love and friendship type yeah. love yeah yeah and i think i think it's a powerful thing to be able to kind of show multiple themes i mean you want an overall central theme that all of your characters are going to drive to but the things that they're going to learn along the way are going to be different for each of them and so having a, a theme that kind of kind of is unique to them can be a powerful moving force because it it brings um, it, it brings a lot more into the story because you can, you can see more change. You can see, I don't know, just makes everybody a little more relatable. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Save the Cat is another book you're going to hear us reference all the time, especially Save the Cat writes a novel. If you haven't read it, go read it. Um, but they specifically, um, she talks specifically in here about themes and especially about how there are really, when you boil it down, there's not a lot of themes to choose from, which is good and bad, right? Well, it's good because you don't have to do a bunch of research, <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of sub-themes within these themes. Yeah. So whether or not your multiple themes are all arching towards your overarching theme, or if they are just separate to one of these universal lessons, um, it can be really helpful. But I'm just going to hurry and list them off just to mm-hmm. kind of get them out there. But there's forgiveness, which can be a, of like self or others, love. So self-love, family love, romantic love, acceptance of self, circumstances, reality, faith, oneself, others, the world, God, fear, overcoming it, conquering it, finding courage, kind of like you talked about with Aragorn, um, fear, all those same ones, trusting in oneself, unknown and others, survival, Um, selflessness, responsibility, redemption. Um, So 
as we kind of listed off some of those too, I did list off some of their sub ones, but there's like a, there's a lot that you could unpack with any of those mm -hmm. and each character could embody that in different ways and your villain can also approach mm -hmm. those in different ways. So, so Megan, kind of going along with that, how do you discover your theme of your story? Mm. So this has been hard because like I said, I don't always <laughs> start with this and it's something that I'm really trying to do, especially as I rewrite my current manuscript. Um, but I think I actually start with my characters first and um, like what their want and misbelief is and what lesson they need to learn. And I've specifically been going through this list and been like, okay, what lesson do they need to learn within these? So one of my main characters, um, his is redemption and like also kind of like forgiveness of self because he holds a lot, he internalizes a lot of stuff and blames a lot of people for circumstances that maybe they don't need to be blamed for and he's kind of more vengeful at the beginning um, and selfish but he needs to learn that like he needs to be selfless and for his redemption right and also he needs to let go and forgive others in order to actually accomplish what he needs to accomplish but yeah i would start there is kind of with my character and their want and their misbelief and yeah which we're going to be going into in in next week's episode yeah, next <laughs> week's episode so definitely tune in to kind of get some more details on that what about you amy so i mean mine's mine's pretty much the same um but i was just thinking i think um finding a good theme for your novel comes down to simplicity mm -hmm. um that's why i love um what how jessica brody lays it out and save the cat because it's so here are the basics and um i think about any movie or tv show that I've loved, the theme comes through like a punch. It is so clear. Harry Potter is an excellent example yes. of that that comes to mind immediately. Why? Because um, it's always proving constantly like love conquers all, mm -hmm. especially like a mother's love, right? Because you see it with Lily, you see it with like almost with Molly, with any of them. Serious. Yeah. 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 No, it's true. And it, it comes through, she, she understood exactly what her theme was and she just pounded it like at every scene every time and so to really discover what your plot is i mean your your theme <laughs> you um you want to well first of all kind of understand why you wanted to write that story um and what you wanted what you want your characters to learn um what they what you want them to become at the end of the story and i know that can be a totally loaded question if you've just started and you only have some good world building ideas and things like that but um just think about your life and things in your life and what you, um, and in movies and TV shows and books that you love and how maybe what you really like and how you'd want to embody that theme in your own story and, and bring that in and then bear it down to the bones, make it simple, um, make it clear so that in every scene, every moment, every interaction, they know this is what this character needs to learn. And use your side characters, use your villain to test that theme and to push mm -hmm. them towards that theme. But yeah, I love that. And I think it leads perfectly into a challenge mm -hmm. for this week's episode um, to think back on five stories and either like go grab the book or go watch the movie that actually like changed your life or caused you to feel something and look at the theme mm -hmm. and figure out why that resonated with you and what themes were in there. And then try to take that to your own writing. If you're just starting off, 
really dig into your theme mm -hmm. or look at what you've written already and see what themes are coming through. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. okay, well, thanks for listening because if you're drowning in words, then so are we, and you might as well not do it alone. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs>